Welcome to the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. All right, episode 25. About to get this thing rolling, man. We got some pretty colorful things to talk about today. And some pretty, um, I won't say serious, but just some things to really make you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, man, um, it happened to me earlier today, and uh, Keith was the one that actually judged me, and that's fart shaming. We got to stop fart shaming, man. <laughs> we all fart, man. Everybody farts. Yeah. So I'm going into the bathroom, and uh, I let one out, and then Keith's like, oh, bro, that's gross. And I just thought to myself, why is he fart shaming me? I'm sure Keith has plenty of uh, farts in his arsenal. You know? <laughs> There is an etiquette to it, though. I mean, what's the etiquette? This you could have closed out. the bathroom and just farted. I'm but you gonna... had a fart on the way in to let me hear it and then laugh and then close the door. I didn't laugh. You may have not. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it that was... made the story a little bit better. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what? Hey, I, you, know, I feel, you know why I feel bad for most of the world? I feel bad for most of the world because they're walking around holding their farts in. What, that's why everybody's so unhappy. You think so? Yeah. Think about all these girls that are with these guys they just hooked up with, and you know, that's their boyfriend, and they're not even in the farting stage. They're, yeah, they're both holding it in. Their stomachs are hurting and shit, and then they finally get up as soon as they get home, they just letting out all kinds of farts because they've been holding them in the whole night. Yeah, it's like it is gross though. It's not gross. It's human nature. It's it's. It, I mean, it's just like it's human nature, but a lot of stuff is human nature. Farting just smells bad. So yeah, just roll the window down. It still smells bad. I mean, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, man. I just I don't know. I don't think we're mature enough with this because you think about it. Like when people burp, they say "excuse me," right? And if somebody sneezes, you tell them "bless you." But if you fart, people just shame you, man. They just like you farted. What the fuck, bro? (laughs) It's like, hey, man, because it's coming out of your butt. I mean, but so what? You the you the guy that's the uh, the biggest. Um, opposer to eating booty. So, I mean, I this has like anything, nothing to do with eating ass. I feel like anything around that area is nasty. But it's natural. People fart at fifth. The average person farts fifteen times a day. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's okay to fart. No one's shaming you for farting. Yeah, you do. It's just me hearing you fart. What I'm supposed to let it out slow and then you were walking into the bathroom. Am I supposed to let it out slow and then accidentally shit myself because I can't control You're it? Shard. You could chart that way, man. <laughs> you gotta let it out because if you like let it out slow, it's gonna go. Mm. <laughs> you got a fucking shit bomb, doo doo draws. Yeah, you're gonna have a torpedo coming at your pants. You don't want that. You gonna be a real doo doo mama, huh? You gonna be a real doo doo mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So look, man, just just stop fart shaming people. I mean, if they're being comical about the farts, like, hey, look at me, mom. <laughs> You know, and doing all that, that's a little bit overboard. <laughs> I think that they're, like, trying to get attention for farting, and I just think that that's, that's immature. You but know it, how easy it was as a kid to, like, do that sound? What? Like, when you discovered how to do the fart sound with your mouth? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or remember the, arm, the armpit one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that just means you musty. Yeah, that means you got wet ass. <laughs> if you could do that armpit fart, then that, you just got some sweaty ass arms. I had a buddy when I was a little kid. He was fat. He stayed doing it, but his his armpit fart smelled they, not smelled. They sounded like like really like sharks. Like yeah. Oh god. Yeah. He got that right pocket to where it just like nah. Mm-hmm. That wasn't no pocket. That was a fucking 
uh, Mitt. <laughs> <laughs> that guy had a that guy was a Michael Jordan of armpit. <laughs> yeah, man, just stop shaming people. Like, stop shaming people for farting, man. Just I think like, you guys should continue to shame people for farting. Don't do it. Don't Make them do feel it. bad. So yeah. they won't do it around you again. And you know what's funny is women are really they do it a lot, bro. Like they they will shame you if you fart. They're like, oh wow, that was gross. And if you ever get around women in a close proximity, like if you that's your wife, they be letting off silence. Oh my huh? god, they got the most evil smelling farts ever, man. I remember I was chilling with this girl sitting in my car, and uh, we were having this conversation just about you know nonsense, and um, I think she I didn't hear it, but I think she let off like a silent one. And then uh, the conversation kind of was just like, like crickets were going. She was like, dang, I'm kind of hungry. Uh. And then she got out of her, or no, she said she was thirsty. And then she got out of the car and then like stayed in her car for a little bit, acting like she was searching for some water. But in reality, she probably was letting off a few more farts over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's letting them off. Like if a chick farts, I'm just going to start laughing. I'm not going to judge her. I'm just like, hey, it's, it's all good, you know? Yeah. But I just think like, we gotta start. We gotta stop judging people, man. You mm-hmm. gotta stop judging them. Yeah, you know, cause shit, it, shit happens, man. Yeah, I'd rather you let it literally. out than, huh? I said literally. Yeah, but I mean, it it, it, it can turn into shit. <laughs> definitely turn into that. <laughs> old people have no shame. They do those old people farts. They just be walking like, "How you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah, sir. that don't worry about that right there. That's that's just a little fart. <laughs> they can't control it. <laughs> they don't got no they don't got no muscles down there. Nah, they they just got opened up bowels, man. <laughs> they got un- unlocked bowels. <laughs> they got some Vietnam War bowels. Bowel syndrome, man. Oh man. Yeah, they got some old school freaking Yeah. Oh my goodness! They got some Mr. Burns bow. <laughs> Remember Mr. Burns from The Simpsons? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like man, just just look, man. If somebody's doing it and they're like laughing about it, just like, hey, come on, knock it off. Yeah. But if they just happen to fart, don't be like, oh, that's gross. That's so elementary. Yeah. Just like be like, you, you either laugh or be like, oh, it's cool, man. It's cool. Yeah. And then they won't feel judged. They won't feel judged because there's been times where I literally was holding in my fart. To the point where I was like, yo, my stomach's starting to kind of hurt. And I had to walk outside and just let it out. And I was like, you know what? Good thing I didn't shit on myself. Because you know what? You people. Where was you at? Uh, I was like in, a, in an office somewhere. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I had to literally walk outside to fart. And I know you guys had the same thing happen. And yeah. You just like don't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel so judged just because, you know. And then burping is more accepted. If you cover your mouth up and you let it out a certain way. Mm-hmm. But even then, people will be like, ooh, wow, look at you. Look at you. Mm-hmm. I burped one time and this chick was like, excuse you. I'm just like, what? You got some aggressive burps, bro. So what? You got like old men burps. I don't know how old people burp. I, I couldn't tell you. So I, 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 don't have the, I don't have the answer for that. But mm-hmm. I, I do know this. I do know that. We got to stop it for the last time. Like, stop shaming people for farting, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really I don't really have too much to weigh in on in regards to this, but mm-hmm. just like, look, man, just chill the fuck out, all right? Yeah. Just cut cut the shit. Just be mindful about other people's feelings. I think that's the most important lesson. Be mindful of the fuck their feelings. If you got to fart, let it out. But if you're, sh- you're you feel, I, f- I feel like you're a little bit, like, sad that people shame you when you fart. So that's what. 
I'm That's not what sad. You. It's not it's not a matter of being sad. It's a matter of, you know, maturity, man. Like I'm not trying to fart to offend you, you know. Don't yeah. look at me like I'm OJ Simpson cuz I farted. But why do you care about people shaming you about farting? Because we all do it. So you're going to shame me for doing the same shit you do? Mhm. I mean, chances are you smell worse than I do. If your diet ain't if you if people that shame you it's like I seen you eat all those chili cheese dogs and fucking corn dogs and mm-hmm. hot Cheetos, I know you got an arsenal. Mhm. You got a fucking you got a Korean bomb about to come out of your ass. <laughs> you judging me for farting? Yeah. Like, look here, buddy. I'm sorry that that happened, but you know what? I know you. I know you got some. You got some shit going on yourself, bro. Yeah. But hey, let's go ahead and move on from that. Okay, it's not a whole much. Whole much lot. We got a whole much more we can elaborate in regards to that. Mm-hmm. All right. Why do basically? We're going to be giving reasons as of why a lot of women think men are dogs. Mm-hmm. And um, there are a lot of reasons why. I think the the biggest reason why is because all these rappers name themselves after dogs. You got Snoop Dogg, Lil Bow Wow. So I think that they took that and just put it on everybody. Really? Mm-hmm. You sure it's not because they like it doggy style? <laughs> That's the first biggest reason. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, all right. Seriously, let's 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 give some real um, info. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why this is just a few reasons that I think of. Like, since girls were very young and they started to turn into women and started going through puberty and started developing breasts and hips and thighs and 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 a caboose and all that. Men have been like hounding them literally. Um, it'll be a guy like twenty five, a girl will be like sixteen, and he might think she's a grown woman. He's like, "Hey," and whistling at her and catcalling mm-hmm. her. So women start to experience these things at a very young age. They they experience men doing any and everything just to try to get in their pants, mm-hmm. and you know. And then once they hit high school, they got every little boy, and all he's trying to do is he's just doing any and everything. Just to try to get in her pants. Yeah. And then eventually what happens is is when they finally lose their virginity and they say it's to some guy that they like, and then the guy just runs off with another girl, that's like their first that's like their first real like issues with men. You know, not I mean as far as relationship wise. So they like the guy, he runs off with some other girl, and then they experience this many times. Women typically like what they like what they shouldn't like. So they have bad taste, a lot of women. You know, they'll like some dude and the guy's a piece of shit. They continue to like him because they just, women want what they want. So they need to get guys playing them and treating them like dirt. And over the years, they developed this perception of men based on the fact that things that we do to them and things that they do to themselves. Mm-hmm. Because men do fucked up shit, but a lot of shit that women do is self-induced. Because if women were to actually think about the men that they involve themselves with, they know, like, look, I can trust this guy. Mm-hmm. This guy's not husband material. This guy's not boyfriend material. Like, you know this, but you just want him instead of, like, actually thinking that through. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think a lot of it, um, like you said, that percentage of 50 50. Um, it's 50% of women picking the wrong guy 
and then 50% of guys just being like real life dirtbags. Um, some guys, you know, like um, we talked about before, like some guys are only in it for one thing. Like they're only in it. They're not really in it for the long haul. They just want to smash a girl and then just kind of move on with their lives. Um, <clears throat> and I think it's life is just this big game in which like people have to decipher like what people's real intentions are. Exactly. Cause generally like you're not generally if a guy wants to just have sex with a girl, he's not going to like say that up front. He's going to yep. try to like maneuver his way through, you know, compliments and, yes. you know, dates and, you know, trips to the movies yes. in order just to smash a girl. Um, but that's like, that's the game of life. And you just like, as a, as a woman, you have to figure that out. Very true. Um, I don't, and I don't think the signs are that difficult to, you know, see like these guys are usually the guys that are, you know, always on their phone when they're hanging out with you or their phone's constantly going off when they're hanging out with you. And I don't know, it's just like the signs are, you know, the signs are like pretty, you know, pretty blatant, blatant when you see these people. They're all out there. They're yeah. There. Or like you could see, you know, what the social media is like. Their social media is a real, real telltale sign. Definitely. Of what kind of person they are. You know what I mean? These guys are posting pictures with their shirts off and I don't know, just a bunch of, you know, just a bunch of stuff you can you can yeah. notice. And um, yeah, I think it's your it's your job as a woman to try to decipher that. And then as, a, as men, like I think we should we should just be more honest because, you know, lying to some girl to, you know, trying to get in her pants or something is kind of lame. It's definitely lame. Yeah. You know what? To your point, um, uh, in regards to that, yes. Uh, it, I've heard some women say this. Let, let's just say, let me just say this first. Like, you know, be honest. I'm sorry these guys lying. Just be honest. Let's just be honest. Yeah. I really think women aren't ready for that. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because if – you want a guy to be honest. He's gonna tell you some shit that's gonna run you off, you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 you and a lot of women don't. They don't really want to own up to it, but they rather be told a comfortable lie than the honest truth. Mm-hmm. The reason why I say that is because if you ask a guy like, "What do you want from me?" and he and he tells you like, "I want to fuck," you're gonna be like, "Oh hell no, get away from me." But yeah. if, but if he was to stick around and tell you these, you know, and act like this really cool guy, and then you have sex with him, and then he leaves you, guess what? You're mad. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you it's it's a it's a it's a double whammy. Like the guy is basically lying to get into your pants because it's he kind of feels like that's the position you put him in. Mm-hmm. Or he knows that his success rate is going to be lower if he's like, hey, I want to fuck. He knows you're not going to fuck. He knows you're not going to go for it if you say that. Yeah. Um, another thing, too, is, is um, women have a, a huge influence by their friends. There could be a guy that's a complete dick. He doesn't know how to treat women, right? But he's a pretty good-looking guy, might have a good job, and you're thinking, like, we would look so good together. I would. He would look good if I went out with my family that could show him my new boyfriend. And then you, 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 you take a chance on somebody because you just want them. Mm-hmm. There's, like, no deeper purpose. You just want this motherfucker, and he's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you should have seen those flags, yeah. You should have seen them because, mm-hmm. dude, men will literally sell themselves out just to get a piece of ass. Yeah. And it's fucked up, man. And I, I can't make excuses for men and the things they do to get over on women. But but as well, 
women, you need to hold yourself accountable because you're fucking up. Just like men are fucking up and lying to you, cheating on you, stealing from you, being me- mentally and physically abusive, mm-hmm. you have to know your worth. Mm-hmm. You have to know, like, look, I'm better than this. Yeah. I'm not going to let this motherfucker get away with doing this. And some men, what they do is, is like, they are like masterminds of manipulating women to the point to where a woman doesn't have like her self-esteem is low. She doesn't feel like she could do anything and she's almost trapped. Yeah. You know, once you get out of that rut and you break yourself free, don't ever deal with a dude who treats you like that. Mm-hmm. Like don't ever, you got to stop getting played. Mm-hmm. A lot of women get played, bro. They are getting played on a daily basis. Yeah. The same ones that be like, I'm independent and I don't need no man. Okay, if that's the case, then stop pandering to men so much. Stop pandering to a man because that shows a man that your value is low. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you like always looking for attention and you always have naked and shit, ain't no man gonna, ain't no good man gonna take you serious. I think we talked about that one time. Mm-hmm. But uh, just be careful, man. Yeah, I think. Um there's a that you hear people that are constantly um talking about how they can't find a good partner and they keep running into people that are you know bad people or like this dude is a dog and it's like a uh it starts to become like a rhythm or they've you know they're like they run into two or three or four dudes in a row that are you know dogs um and um you at a certain point you have to own up to it you know what i mean you're like wh- why are you attracting these kind of people very true like are these you know is it the pictures you're posting on instagram that are causing you know a certain kind of guy to hop into your dms um whatever facebook or instagram or if you're on these you know these swipe right and swipe left apps Um, what kind of pictures are you posting or what are you, you know, leading people on to believe or whatever the case may be. Um, Like you have to take ownership in that and, you know, you're going to attract a certain type of person. A girl that's, you know, sitting, um, you know, she's getting her education and she's working constantly and she's not posting like half naked pictures on her, on her Instagram and, you know, her brand is like a studious person and a hardworking person. She's going to attract a person that's like-minded. Very true. Um, it's uh, it's just a law of attraction, you know what I mean? Yes. And the law of physical attraction. And then the girl, you know, that's, you know, constantly out at the club or posting pictures in bikinis and stuff like that. She's going to attract a certain type of person that, oh, definitely. you know, that first judgment is going to be her her physical appearance. It's not going to be, you know, what her personality is. So, yeah. Yeah. It's what you attract. There's just some, there's just some women that they, they like guys that are pieces of shit because they think that that guy is genuine. Like, mm. you know, Oh, well he, to, in their mind, I think women, when they, when there's the guy that's kind of like a jerk or whatever, they'd be like, well, at least he's honest. That's, uh, that's just not good. If a guy is a piece of shit, then don't fuck with him, period. You got to be smarter than that. Mm-hmm. You got to be smarter than that, period. Mm-hmm. And, and my, my thing is, is I was given some reasons why women may think men are dogs. A lot of that is it's it's their mistakes 
and it's the men that have fucked them over. It's a, it's like, it's, it's like the, it's two connected pieces that really, that structure a woman's mind and how she views men. Mm-hmm. The, the things that men, what men have done over a stretch of many years, many different dudes doing scummy shit. Mm-hmm. And then them also contributing to that bad mindset by fucking up. Mm-hmm. Like you just got to be smarter. And especially you're getting older. I just don't think there's any excuse, especially when you get into your thirties, you've, you've seen enough people to know, like to have an idea of who's genuine and who's not. Yeah. I mean, I, I know some, I'm not going to put nobody on under the bus, but there have been some women that I know that are just, you know, I'm not going to say like, oh, they're all, they're promiscuous. It's like, you know that there's, you can't go past the bedroom with this chick. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like you really aren't trying to invest that much in her. And then she's like, you know, I'm not looking for that. I want to settle down or, you know, I'm looking for a boyfriend. And then I just back out. Cause I know, I know that at the end of the day, I'm not going to lie to try to get in this chick's pants, but I'm definitely not trying to be your fucking boyfriend. Yeah. You just got to make better calculated decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, and from a woman's standpoint, like as far as a sexual thing, look, we're all human beings. Okay. We're all human. Everybody's fucking here. Okay. So at the end of the day, if you just want to have a little fun, cool, but don't let it get serious. If that, if you can't trust that person, don't let that shit get serious. And if you need to cut them off, and just be friends, then cut them off. Mm-hmm. You need to have you have to, you need to have control over your emotions, because if you don't, you're gonna keep getting the same pieces of shit coming in and out of your life, and you're just gonna think men ain't shit. Yeah, I know a girl once, and she was telling me these stories like, ah, oh, I keep running into these bad dudes, and um, she was telling me a story about how she was like literally taking care of this dude. Oh, like, wow. you know, he had lost his job. I don't know what it was, but she was taking care of him, cooking for him, cleaning for him. And he was just treating her terribly. And, um, and then she told me like another story. And then it's just like, there's like, like you're the common denominator in all of this. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, like you have to cut those people off quick or else, you know, you kind of get stuck in a situation where you're, you know, taking care of this guy for months and months and months. <clears throat> Good point. Another thing, too, is the reason why it's important that a woman finds a man that treats them the way they should be treated is because if you keep staying around these dysfunctional motherfuckers, what's going to happen is you're not going to know you're not going to be if you're not accustomed to a man treating you the right way, then you're going to think that dysfunction is love. And those are two different things. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to do this either physically harming you or he's mentally abusing you. And then all of a sudden you get a man that's a good man that's treating you the right way. A lot of women fuck that up, but they don't mention that. Yeah. It's because they've had years of abuse and now there's no excitement when you get a man that's treating you the right way because he's not causing you to break down. He's not sending you having you on this emotional roller coaster. Your emotions aren't high. You just got a relaxed dude that goes to work, comes home to his family, loves his girl. And I've seen women, I've seen women firsthand. That have had a guy like that and fucked it up. Call him boring. Call him boring because they ex was, you know, either put their hands on him mm-hmm. or they ex was mentally abusing them mm-hmm. or lowering their self-esteem. And they got a dude that treated them like a queen and they fucked it up just because they never been treated the right way. Yeah. They, they never had an example of how to be treated. Mm-hmm. They've had so many dudes treat them like shit that once they finally was able to get a good dude, they fucked it up. Yeah. 
I know that there are the the girls that I know that have cheated on their boyfriends. It's usually in this kind of scenario yep. where, you know, the guy's treating them bad and they're like almost, I guess, too scared to leave their man. Yeah. So instead they just stay with their man and then just try to find a way to, you know, cheat on their boyfriend and then try to make it work afterwards when it's like, you know, you should just exit out of this situation completely and then you have the freedom to do whatever you want to with whomever you want to without that on your conscience. Yeah, but I, that's very <clears> true. But I think dysfunctional people find comfort in doing things like that. Yeah. Like they, they got the person that, oh, he treats me right, but it's just, they, it, this is another thing too. This is for the men listening to this or women, either one, either or, but it's, this is more, um, uh, uh, this, this is more what I've seen women do every, mm-hmm. If a chick is kind of like randomly bringing up her ex and, and like a like, oh, he makes me sick or I hate him. You got to remember that hate is an emotion. Mm-hmm. If you've moved on from a person, you no longer hate them. So if a chick tells me they hate her boyfriend, I know like I ain't fucking with this chick no more. Because at the end of the day, for you to have enough emotion to hate someone, that means you still love them deep down inside. Yeah. So if you hear that, fellas, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Straight up. Because what's going to happen is. You could treat her right. Everything's going good. She's happy. But that dysfunctional motherfucker that she was with is still in the back of her mind. Mm-hmm. And he could just pop up on her and she's just like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. I think I love two men at the same time. Shit like that happens. Mm-hmm. And it's, it happens because it's just a combination of many like toxic things. It's toxic because of how men are treating women. And it's toxic of how women are receiving that shit. Yeah. So, just be careful, man. Yeah, be be careful mm-hmm. because that shit's bad, mm-hmm. ladies. If you feel like you know what these two guys are trying to mansplain why I'm feeling this way, look here. I'm not a woman. I don't know what you're going through, but I will. I will tell you this: a lot of you are fucking up. Just be honest. A lot of you are fucking up. You you are choosing men that do not know how to treat you. You are. You are allowing a lot of this shit to happen. And it's not that I'm putting the blame on you. It's the simple fact that these men that are master manipulators, they are going to fuck you up for life if you do not get away from them. Yeah. I know guys personally that um, will literally be like, get in the car, shut up, shut your mouth. We going home. Be quiet. Snapping their fingers at their girl, treating them like dirt. And you got to you just you got to break out of that shit. You got to break out of that cycle. Yeah. Real talk. I think our perspective is obviously we're talking about women, but I think our perspective is from the dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not saying we're not. I don't understand. I don't necessarily understand why a girl would do that or why they would get into this relationship. But from our perspective, I think we're just trying to like save women from getting into these or getting relationships with these, you know, these men that aren't, you know, the best people. Definitely. I've had some homegirls that introduced me to some dude and I'll be like, oh, that's, that's your man now? They'd be like, oh, no, we're just talking. I'd be like, stay away from that dude. He's a piece of shit. They'd be like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> He's a piece of fucking shit. I could tell. Yeah. They'd be like, wow, are you serious? And they're like smiling, laughing. I'm dead serious. Like, stay away from that motherfucker. He's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And then they still deal with the dude anyways. 
fucking four or five months later, I should have listened. Like, he just was, he was with all kind of women behind my back. I told your fucking ass five months ago <laughs> to not fuck with this dude and you did not listen. Yeah. Because a lot of times, it's not just women that are guilty of this. Whenever we, we tend to like someone, we, we have these like, these, these blinders. We don't notice the red flags. Mm-hmm. We, it's like all kind of fucking red flags on these people and we just ignore it. Mm-hmm. Just because we like, you know what? That may come off a little bit jealous. Let me not say anything. Oh, no, I don't think she's like that. She seems like she's... A- nope, it's a red flag. And you need to question everybody and everything. And that's how you avoid wasting time. Because you got to realize when you get with somebody or you invest your time in them, you're wasting your fucking time if you're just going to break up with them. Yeah. You're wasting nine months. You're wasting two years, three years, four years, whatever time it is. It's all wasted time because that person is still not there. So... It's your choice, man. I do think a lot of people like chaotic relationships. Yes, they do. Great point. And not even, that's not a gender bias. I think men and women. Oh, definitely. Do it as well. Definitely. You think of like the the most infamous relationships that we've seen, like celebrity relationships and stuff like that. Like um, uh, Kurt Cobain. Was it Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love? Yeah, that was fucked up. Bobby Brown and Whitney and oh god, you got the worst ones. That's what I'm saying. Like those are their their you know pretty infamous relationships and yeah, and they were extremely chaotic. Oh but, yeah, yeah. You, man, that was a great point. Great point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of women do love chaos. They'll, they'll say some shit like, "Oh, I love getting in arguments. You know, the sex is so good after <laughs> just rips my clothes off. It's so fun." <laughs> you be like, "Are you what the fuck is your problem?" <laughs> We don't got to argue and fight to have good sex. <laughs> Jeez Louise. People I are think literally... Neo has a song about that. What? It's called When You're Mad. Oh. Uh, it's like, when you're mad, baby, don't think I don't take you seriously or something. And then he talks about like how he likes when his girl gets mad. I don't know. It's kind of wow, strange. It's kind of strange. So you like, so the whole time y'all angry at each other having sex? Mm-hmm. Like I told you to put those fucking dishes in there. <laughs> didn't put the dishes in the dishwasher. I gotta tell you, huh? Huh? Choke while you choking her out, huh? Yeah, that could get dark real quick. Yeah, it could get dark. You choking her out, like you want me to take out the trash, huh? <laughs> I told you I was watching football. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy! I, that football one, I can see that really happening. It was the fucking third quarter. And you cut me off while I was talking to my friend. I told you to get extra beer, but you ran out. God damn it, Bethany! Fuck. Oh, this is funny because niggas really be getting pissed off. Oh yeah, especially when their team is losing. Oh yeah, it'd be a wrap. Yeah, or they playing video games. Get in that room and take off all your clothes. The Niners just lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and it's funny too. Most men would be like, they'd probably pull that, like, get in there and take your clothes off, and they last like two minutes. <laughs> She thought that shit was gonna be bomb. She's like, "Oh, he mad at me. This is gonna be so good." Oh man! Get in there, dude. Like, uh, uh, uh. <sighs> can you make me something to eat, girl? 
turn over and start sucking his thumb. <laughs> oh, dang. That's hilarious. But that's what that's what we think about chaotic relationships. Yeah. Women like chaos. You guys don't admit it, but you do like chaos. You like to get your man jealous out of nowhere. You know, you like to um I don't know, get in arguments for no fucking reason. You you like to press a man's buttons for no reason when everything is normal and going good. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be sitting down watching a movie and they'd be like, were you looking at that girl earlier in the store? Because I just want to know. And you'd be like, huh? What girl are you talking about? <laughs> oh, now you're going to act like you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you'd be like, look, can you just stop it? Watch the movie. Everything's good. Yeah. No, everything's not good because you won't admit it. And I'm just like, what? Wait, what's going on? Like, women be doing shit like that. If you do this shit, stop it. Mm-hmm. Or just get with a dysfunctional guy where you guys could argue and then have two minutes of rough sex. I think. It's just <laughs> 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 yeah. That, that is, it never ends well. No, nah, like, man. You, know, you don't want to be in one of those kind nah, of relationships. No, nah, man. Nah, I can't do it. Yeah. Relationships to me are just like, a, I don't say they're a joke. Mm-hmm. But man, I'm a peaceful guy. I enjoy peace. Mm-hmm. I need my peace at the end of the day. I yeah. need my peace of sleep and rest and I need a piece of ass. <laughs> and with those two things, my life is good. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I can't, I just can't, I cannot mess with a chick that's got a whole bunch of dysfunctional shit going on in her life. Yeah. I can't deal with that. Yeah. Cause now you're, you're interfering with my peace. That's real. There's a perfectly dysfunctional guy out there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, he might uh, steal your car, your money or whatever, but that ain't me. Yeah, <laughs> that's comedy. <laughs> yeah. Well, anything else to, on that topic, bud? Nope. All right, man. Let's move along. Cocky versus confident. Where is the like? Is there a fine line? The word cocky is just like it just sounds weird. Yeah, cocky. <laughs> I don't. Now I don't even want to say it. <laughs> Well, is there a fine line between the two? Because people will act like they're the most confident person in the world. Like, look, I'm not cocky. I'm confident. And it's like, um, I don't know. I think that sometimes it's like a smokescreen. I think that some people are incredibly insecure and they hide behind this fake demeanor of confidence and cockiness as if like, look at me, I'm important when you know you really ain't shit. And yeah. then now you're like you're hiding behind this this you know this persona and mm-hmm. it's not really you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we have more cases of that than truly confident people. And even the most confident people have a certain amount of 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 insecurities or mm-hmm. inadequacies within themselves that um that they can't conquer. I'm sure guys like Michael Jordan have insecurities, Kobe Bryant has insecurities. Fucking uh, Rihanna has insecurities. All these people have insecurities, but just the whole co- the cock the cocky thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Couldn't weigh in on it, man. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I wasn't gonna laugh, but you you slipped up and said cock. No, I did. <laughs> you did. Well, no, I did, man. When you hear it back, you are gonna hear it. Jeez, Louise. Um, but yeah, I think. Hold that- on, hold on. I didn't say cock. All right, you did. All right, go ahead. We're gonna hear it. Watch. But when, um, but when, I think, um, I think a little bit of, 
overconfidence or the the idea that confidence is masking some sort of insecurity is um, kind of important because it it almost helps you propel to heights that you probably couldn't before. Um, if you're a person going around and you're playing a sport or you're making music or you're doing a podcast or whatever, and you're just like, ah. Oh, my music is all right, or oh, my jump shot is all right, but like you know, there's other people out there that's better than me. Great point. Like you don't really like you won't you won't ever you won't ever be able to really enhance your skills. But um, if you're if you're a person that's saying like okay, like my stuff is legit, like I can really rap or I can yes. really I can really hoop. Great point. Like that comp. There's a certain like for me personally when I was playing football, and when I lacked confidence, I was a terrible football player. Hmm. But like the transition from like uh, like eighth grade to high school, um, like I played flag football and it was like there was like the pressure of being in front of like um, kids that were like a little bit older than me or kids that were a little bit better than me. And me being just like afraid of like dropping a pass, like there was so much anxiety involved in me running a route and dropping the ball just because I had dropped the ball so many times. Um, Stop dropping balls, Keith. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so that anxiety, like, would you know, play with me, and before I would even like the ball would even get to me, my heart would be racing, or when I would line up to run a route, my heart would be racing. And then I played flag football in um, in junior high, and out there it was so much more looser, and like that's where like my confidence really grew. Like we was we was just having fun, and like my like I didn't get technically better. It was just that my confidence was better. So when I went into high school, I was like, man, I'm better than these dudes. And then, you know, I go out, I go out there and I play pretty well. So I don't know, something to that, this, like, the confidence is like something that's like not really tangible that can genuinely affect how you perform at a certain thing. That's a great point. That's actually very great. Because honestly, I think if me and Keith felt that this podcast wasn't very good, we would have stopped doing this shit a long time ago. Yeah. You have to have confidence in what you do. And mm-hmm. there's different there's different ways that uh, that you can um that you could put it, that you could angle this whole um mm-hmm. this whole topic. But as far as you're talking about um uh whether it be sports or, you know, media or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you have to be confident in what you're doing. Um but you definitely don't want to be blindly blindly confident. Yeah. You have to see the you have to see the the rawness or certain things within what you're doing. You have to be also self-aware. Yeah. Um I think being self-aware is actually more important than being confident because you could be confidently steering yourself in the wrong direction. Yeah. Um but as far as this content, me and Keith feel like we put on a great show, man. Mm-hmm. We put on a great show. We do this shit every week. We love doing it. Mm-hmm. And we like the feedback you guys give. So yeah. Yeah. So to Keith's point, that's a really great point. Um, now, as far as the cocky thing, the cocky thing, that's, I don't know, that's just extra. I think confidence is one thing in itself. Being cocky is another. Being cocky means being loud. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm the best motherfucker. Look at me. Yeah. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what's going to happen is, is a truly confident person, they're going to let, they're going to let other people be loud. You know, there's some people that are truly confident that also are loud. But for the most part, I want to be the guy that lets you talk all the shit and I still whoop your ass. Yeah. I want you to be loud like, man, Eddie ain't shit. All oh, his podcast garbage. My cop, my podcast better than theirs. And Keith is whack and Eddie is whack. And I'm not even going to respond to that. Yeah. Just, 
see me see me in three years. See how we're doing then. What are some uh, What are some uh, people of notoriety that you think are cocky that are um, just kind of like masking their insecurities? The number one. What uh, are the wait number one of the number one people that comes to my mind is Floyd Mayweather. He's definitely mm-hmm. right at the top. Um, another one, probably Muhammad Ali. Another one. That's uh, that. That was my point, though. It's like Muhammad Ali. He was fighting killers. Yeah. And it's like you almost have to hype yourself up to think that you can really genuinely beat these dudes in you know however many rounds. Or he too slow to t- touch me. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Because like the, like he was literally fighting like you know the all time great heavyweight. You know, boxers, Sonny Liston, people that was just knocking people out and mm-hmm. you know putting them in the hospital and all kind of stuff like this, and he was going out there and beating them. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think genuinely, I think genuinely, he was frightened to death. Yeah, but I think that he knew that if he kept quiet, then it would it, it would like not be very well because he started telling him, you know, so and so too slow. I put him down and fold mm-hmm. and this and that, and then the other dude would be pissed off. But he's like, who is this motherfucker? Who does this motherfucker think he is? You've already got it in his head. Yeah. And Mike Tyson, they did a documentary on him, and he says, like, and I'll say it verbatim. I'll even sound like him. He said, when we about to fight, I would just look at his eyes. <laughs> and once he looks away from me, then I know I'm going to beat him. And it's like, they all got this thing that they do. Yeah. Like, Mike Tyson would literally look at the other fighter across the ring until once the fighter looks away from him, he's like, I got him. Yeah. And they showed these fucking videos, and Mike Tyson was literally staring them down from across the ring, and they'd be looking at him like they was tough, and they look away, and he said, I got him. And he beat every single one of them. Now, Evander Holyfield, he bit his fucking ear off. So I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the eye thing worked there. Yeah. He's like, Evander, I'm going to bite your ear off. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just something to that, this idea. I think... Um, one one um people or one person that a lot of people are getting annoyed with in today's day and age is uh Russ. Oh, a lot yeah. of people think that he's extremely cocky. Yeah, elaborate, elaborate on Russ who he is. Yeah, Russ. well Russ is a rapper. He's you know, he's kind of on the come up right now. He's he's been around for a minute. He was he came up on the SoundCloud circuit and uh he recently just dropped his second album. Um, but he, he's a guy that kind of, he kind of boasts about what he's done, what he's done in his career. He has, you know, multiple platinum plaques and, you know, his album went gold and he talks about, you know, the tour, how, you know, he's selling out shows all over the world. And, um, yeah, he, he, and he definitely that lets you know. So that's one, I don't, I don't know, um, I, I honestly don't like the, this idea of a person being cocky doesn't bother me. Like, I honestly don't care enough about anyone um, that I'm not like that's in, not in my inner circle to be like, that's annoying. Like, I don't care what a person is doing, like Adrian Broner or something like that. Oh, like, it, it doesn't bother me. Like, he's just a per, he's just an entertainer at the end of the day. So that doesn't bother me. But yeah. I guess some people like some people really, you know. Like I hope I hope he loses because he's just a cocky person. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, I'm not gonna hope anything bad on anyone. Yeah, 
Yeah. But with Russ, though, man, he's like, he said, look, I'm bigging myself up. What's the big deal? And you think about it, it's really not a big deal, and it's awesome to be confident. But it's like, you know, he, he'll he make a beat like, shout out to myself for making this dope beat or whatever like that. That's comedy. And it's like, it's funny. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, yo, he's really doing this shit. Yeah. He's really doing this shit. I just think what it is, is it goes back to what I was saying earlier. A guy like him that's genuinely cocky and confident, it, it's flooded out by all these fake people that claim to be confident and they just like super insecure and they just overcompensating. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, motherfucker, we get it. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're, they're not, people aren't doing anything special. Yeah. Those people kill me. Like, you're not doing anything special. You don't have any special career. You don't do anything in media. But you're like, I'm confident. And I'm I'm not saying you shouldn't be confident. But it's like, if you're telling the whole fucking world every other day of how confident you are. Yeah. There's definitely something missing. Yeah. Something's missing, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's for real. I think everyone's masking something. I just think that some people are just more talented than other people. So yeah. it just looks better on them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm extremely confident when I go on the Panda Express and I'll be like, look, you got give me three entrees <laughs> of that teriyaki chicken. I'm confident I'm going to eat all of them. <laughs> I'm going to eat all three entrees <laughs> and two chicken egg rolls. Dang. One day, oh, this is a true story. One day I went to Panda, right? And uh, it it was three cops. It was three cops that were in front of me. Mm -hmm. And uh, they all got like the teriyaki chicken and it was all gone. And it was like, "Um, we're going to have to wait five more minutes for a fresh batch of teriyaki chicken. And I looked at the cops and I was like, yo, I'm about to call the police on the police for eating all the damn chicken. (laughs) And they started dying. And they proceeded to beat Eddie with a baton. Oh, man, they weren't worried about beating me. They was beating up that chicken that they just bought. It's like, ah, oh, this guy's funny. <laughs> yeah. You might have ended racism with that joke. Oh, yeah, probably. There was, it was three white cops, too. Yeah. They was like, you know what? Today, there was a black guy that came in the Panda Express, right? And he said that we ate all this chicken. You know what? That's hilarious, because black people love chicken. <laughs> Everybody in the office was just dying laughing. They probably was laughing. Dang. You know, I'm pretty sure cops have really interesting stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and it's crazy because my cousin used to be, I'm not going to say who he worked for, but he was uh, in uh, corrections. Mm-hmm. And he said they'd be, in the, they'd be in their office like, you know what? This cracked out bitch comes in the office, right? And I'm just like, damn. That's how, you're, hey, that's how the police be talking in there. Yeah. This freaking meth out, this meth out cunt. Tell he tried to grab my gun, and I said, "Hey, bro, back up!" So then I pulled out my baton, and hey, one thing led to the next. He doesn't have any teeth anymore. You be like, "Damn, Damn bro, yeah, that's a little much." That's a little much, but it'd be really happening like that, bro. Yeah, I got the insider. But it's really beating out teeth for. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not hard to beat out teeth on somebody on meth. That shit was already falling out. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Anything else on that? Nope. Let's go ahead and move on. I'm sure that you guys can relate to this. Um, childhood celebrity crushes. Man, I I think my number one celebrity crush, the reason, the, the number one reason it got me really like into white girls was Topanga from Boy Meets ah, World. Topanga. Oh my god, dude, she was so pretty. She was bad. No, it was it was uh, Topanga <clears throat> and then uh, Kelly Kapowski. From uh freaking, was it uh Say by the Bell? Mm-hmm. Oh man, Kelly was hot. Yeah. Kelly and um and Topanga, the top two, and then Topanga. 
and then I, oh, and then you got Laura Winslow, and then you got the Pink Ranger from the Pink. We got yeah, the she Pink was Rangers super bad. fine, bro. And I then, think Topanga was cool, like because we grew up with Topanga. Because that show was on for so long. We've yeah. seen every single stage and of her life. And she's still fine. Yeah, she was in Childish Gambino's uh, Laura Short film. Oh, really? Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. It was just super random. Like, how do you pull that off? You got Topanga, bro. Yeah. I think a lot of, a lot of, a lot of black men really like Topanga because she mm-hmm. had the big old lips. Yeah. <laughs> I used to like, I ain't gonna lie, I used to like the Olsen twins. Really? Yeah, now they dried up, but yes. back in the day they used to be cool. They're super fucking dried up, man. <laughs> they look like somebody. Uh, they look like <laughs> they look like one of those oranges that get like they dry up in the sun once mm-hmm. they get rotten. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to Olsen twins. They look fucked off, man. Yeah, they look like white raisins. The what? White raisins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. I used to like uh, who else? I used to like um, Kyla Pratt. Oh my Kyla goodness! You see her recently? She's still, but she's oh, turned thirty-two. My goodness, bro! Like, dang, she's still bad. This girl is fine. She's one year younger than me. Yeah, Kyla Pratt was fine. Bad. And then um, I already said Laura Winslow. I used to have a big crush on Selena. That Selena got me into like thick Mexican women. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, ever since Selena. I was like, dang, I got to get a thick one like that. <laughs> I've yet to find one like that. Yeah. But I didn't have some thick ones in my day. <laughs> <laughs> dang. I used to like um, making good, too. Oh, yeah. She, she, she was, was fine. Bad. Yeah, she was fine. Oh, making Nick good. Cousin Skeeter and whatnot. Yep. Cousin Skeet Skeet. <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty. Yeah, you remember? I don't know. I don't know if people remember Cousin Skeeter, but it's a pretty funny show. What's the name? DJ Academics just had a shirt on with uh, Cousin Skeeter Skeeter on it. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's dope, but it don't look that good on him because he's chunky. Yeah, that dude is weird. (laughs) Yeah, there's so many other. I I had a a crush on that chick, Blossom. I don't know if you remember it. Blossom? It was a show called Blossom back in the day. Mm -mm. Yeah, see, you're too young. Yeah, but yeah, there was a show called Blossom. She had a friend named Six. That was a friend, mm-hmm. and her little friend was like cute too. Yeah, and then the friend I forgot her name. She got on some shows. She got thick. I was like, oh my god, <sighs> she had to glow up. Oh man, super glowed up. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's all kinds of back in the day. Uh, Britney Spears is pretty fine too. Britney Spears was bad. Britney Spears was pretty bad back yeah. in the day. Um, dang. Uh, who the, who the one your brother like? Your brother used to have a crush. Oh, on. Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Yeah, Hillary Duff was cute though. <laughs> I came Duff from. Was cool, man. Yeah, she was cool. And he used to like uh, that singer. Oh, dang! I can't even think. Of. JoJo. JoJo. You don't remember JoJo? Oh yeah. yeah, she got that little group. Yeah. No, she was a solo artist. She was solo. She yeah. was cute though. She had like one little hot single that kind of went up. And yeah, she disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, she was heck. She was though. cool. I think he was uh he had he had a, a real appreciation for the snow bunnies. Yeah, <clears throat> your brother has a real like your brother is like a real advocate of if it ain't white it ain't right. It was it was like a lot of celebrity white girls. He's like, man, I just like oh and Lindsay Lohan. Oh, Lindsay I used to was love Lindsay. Lindsay Lohan. was dude. She was so cute back in the days before all the drugs and shit. Mm-hmm. Lindsay was like the top like. The top, like, I don't know. She was super cute. She had she had the little freckles and the red hair. Yeah, 
that really set her apart. Another one that was really cool back in the day, but she had a drug problem, but uh, for a little bit, Drew Barrymore was really, really You cute like Drew too. Barrymore? Yeah, Drew Barrymore was cute, she man. Is, I, I'm being Not real. now. Not at all. Nah, I'm be real. Like, I never really thought she was that attractive. Uh, she had her times, bro. She had some times. Yeah. I'm just I'm just going through the phases. Like I've always seen the you know, the little stuff she acted in as oh. a child and stuff like that. I just never oh. really never really found her attractive. Dude, one of my top ones back in the day, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz was off the chain yeah. back in the day. She, she was, was actually been acting for a minute, huh? Yeah, she old, bro. Yeah. She old. But back in the day she was really young and really mm-hmm. pretty. Had mm-hmm. those deep green, I think she has green or blue eyes. What's um what's the girl from Good Times? Oh, you going way back. I wasn't even like, I didn't catch on to that till I was a little bit older. Fuck. But the sister on there? Oh, no. Hey, the black chick from Saved by the Bell, Lisa. Yeah, she's she bad. Was, she was bad, too. Yeah. Her and the other one, uh, Lisa, already said Kelly Kapowski, and then the other one with the, like, frizzy hair. Oh, I'm tripping. I didn't even, the, the, the um, T and Tamara Mari. Oh, man. Oh, they still look good, too. Heck, yeah. They still pretty. Yeah. Yeah, they both the. Sister, sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's, what's funny, too, is like, we don't discriminate. So we like we like them all, man. Yeah. It's like Pokemon, except with women. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. There's it, some other ones, too, man. And then it's like a lot of these, like, child stars, they get older and they're still really pretty. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could consider her a childhood celebrity crush because she wasn't really well known, but I was still pretty young when she started coming up, and that's Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez, when she did that Selena movie, I was just like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. And, and J-Lo, like now it's way different. Back then, she was thick. Like Yeah, she was way thicker was Way back thicker the back then. Mm-hmm. So she had them little tight pants on, little tight the Mexican pants for that movie. Oh, bitty, like, bitty, bum, bum. I was oh. like, hold on, J-Lo. J-Lo, she was the only one, I think she was, she was one of the only like super thick Latinas that could do that role like yeah. that. And, it was just made for her, huh? Yeah, <clears throat> and then Selena was still thicker than her though. Yeah. Selena was super thick. Yeah. If That's, she, that movie is so tragic, dude. It is tragic. It's horrible. It's, it's it, like it's a it's a really like I like that movie a lot. Yeah, and it's like the whole first half of the movie is just good time. She's yeah. starting a band. She's singing. She's going all over the world, and then it's just like boom. Yeah, wrap. she was an icon. If if can you imagine if Selena was alive today, she would be a straight up icon. She would be especially with all the like the like what Cardi B is doing when she or do, like those like the Cardi B record where she's uh like I like it like that song. It's like way high up on the charts or that Justin Bieber song that De- that Despacito song yeah like that's her lane that ama- that American yeah uh, Spanish she opened market. that lane up yeah she yeah. opened that lane up yeah if it wasn't no Selena first of all if it wasn't no Selena it wouldn't be no J-Lo yeah cause J-Lo wouldn't have not been able to do that uh, she couldn't movie. do the movie yeah yeah so I mean, I'm not trying to say, well, you know, J Lo should credit her career, but she kind of, yeah, she kind of can. Cause. That's how that's how like celebrity is, though. It's like there are like lanes open up for you because of someone else. Definitely, like, you don't just drop out of the sky, and you know, just like they say with Jay Z, like if Biggie didn't die or if Pac didn't die, Very there true. would probably be no Jay Z. I'm sure there's two black guys that do a podcast, and they're just gonna like get fired, and then hey, we're still here. <laughs> so, who knows, man? <laughs> Yeah. We're coming for that spot, bro. Yeah. Nah, man. But uh, 
There was a lot of backlash for that Selena movie, though. Why is that? Um, I think um, I I think that J Lo is like Puerto Rican or something. Yes, she is. And then they didn't, you know, a lot of his a lot of Mexicans didn't really want her playing that role. Uh, they they felt it was probably a Mexican actress out there that could have done it better. <clears throat> Definitely. But yeah, I'm pretty sure there was. Mm-hmm. I just think I think I think J Lo did an amazing job though. Yeah, I thought it I was. think she did an amazing job. She in in the dancing and the hip movement and everything. You, mm-hmm. I look at Selena's videos and I look at Jennifer Lopez. She did an amazing job capturing, um, you know, all the mannerisms on all the everything in that movie. Mm-hmm. That movie is a classic. Hear about uh, that uh, the outside linebacker for Denver Broncos, Von Miller. What about Von it? Miller got a Selena tattoo on his leg. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's I think crazy. he's from he's from the same area that Selena was. Corpus Christi. Yeah, and he. Uh, oh, that's in Texas too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and he got a big old tattoo on his leg with Selena on it. I was just like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" And then mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of people was commenting like, "Oh, we love you, Vaughn, and thank you for you know honoring my cousin and all that." I was just like, Damn. "Oh, she's still I, that's right. She still got family out yeah, there." Heck yes, that's probably. I know her family is good though because she got a like extensive catalog of music. Oh yeah. But still getting those royalties. Hell yeah. Yeah. And you got to think, she passed away, what, when? I can't remember. I don't even know. That had to be like 94, 93 or some shit I like that. Was that long? I'm it's it been up. a minute, bro. I remember she had her song on the radio and she had passed away and then people mm-hmm. was mourning forever. It was just like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, she passed away. And she died because, uh, you know, the uh, I guess her manager killed her. I think it was her manager. Yeah. I'm like, yo. It honestly really makes me sad. Yeah, it does, bro. She died in 95. 95? Yeah. Yeah, she died before Tupac. She had a picture with Tupac. That's crazy. It's crazy. Like, I seen somebody walking around. They had a picture. They had a shirt. And it had a picture of a Selena and uh, Tupac, like, taking a picture together. And I was just like, yo, that's mad sad. That's just like, you know, we, I think as people, not necessarily us, like, I don't, um, but some people become so invested in celebrities yeah. that when they die, they genuinely just be devastated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like when XXX passed away, oh, his fans was people crazy. was really like, Psh, stayed in the house crying, going to his vigil and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I know yeah. when Biggie passed away, my cousin, well, he cried. They, I guess yeah. he, he heard about the shooting uh, when he was on the way, they were on the way to church. Yeah. And uh, he cried. He just couldn't believe it, you know, when Biggie <laughs> passed. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a dark day for hip hop because Pac was already gone. That's when all the all the beef, all that shit had to stop. Yeah. Because like, they were like, yo, people out here dying. People really dying. For reals. Like, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah. That's the when all the that... biggest pillars in hip hop. Yeah. The East Coast, West Coast stuff died because. The two pillars died. Yeah. Yeah, you got Biggie, and then they was blaming him for Tupac being dead. And yeah. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. It's something about this idea of a celebrity that, like, we put them on such a high pedestal that we don't really think about death. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, no, I don't think anyone, like, the idea of Pac, Tupac dying. Like, I remember, who was it? Somebody was doing an interview and it might have been like Biggie or something like that, and they were interviewing him, and it was like, oh, because it because Pac had got shot, and then he died in the hospital, and they were saying like, uh, like ah, oh, Pac, Pac, good, like he'll he'll be all right, you know what I mean? Like he got shot, he he got shot before and survived, he, he'll get through this, and then he actually passed away, and it was just like, like you don't really believe it till you until it happens. Very true. 
Mm-hmm. That's horrible. Not to not to change the subject, but I was just thinking about other like really hot chicks when I was little. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Nev Campbell. She was pretty cute. Nev Campbell. You remember Nev Campbell? Who's that? The one Let's that see. did the, the Scream movies. You never seen Scream? The white girl. Yeah. The oh chick, yeah, the white chick from uh, Scream. Yeah, and then uh, Stacy Dash was fine too. Oh, Stacy Dash, Stacey Clueless. Dash. Yeah, she as if, as yeah. if. Yeah, yeah, she was cool. Yeah, I used man. to love Stacy Dash. Yeah, and then she just got. I don't know what happened to her. She got older and just started being weird. Like, yeah, my thing is I don't judge anyone for their political views, but when it just when it doesn't sound genuine, then I'm just like, yo, like cut it out. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's just this mm-hmm. weird. I don't mm-hmm. know. But yeah, man. Or remember um, 3LW? 3LW. Oh, the so our little singer group. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I, I'm getting them mixed up with like the Cheetah Girls. No, I think one, um, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think there was the same or the same girls in there. Nah. But the Cheetah Girls is from, uh, that was a Disney Channel movie. The Disney Channel movie? Yeah. That wasn't a real goop, huh? Nah, it wasn't a real goop. 3LW team. is that one chick. She was married to uh, Rob Kardashian. Yeah, the the, uh, the Hispanic girl in the group. Yeah, I don't know what she is. I don't know if she's Hispanic. Adrian Bylon or whatever. I have no idea what her name is. I just know she looked pretty good. Yeah, that's her name, Adrian Bylon. Hey, you know what's funny? I was thinking about like like the Pink Ranger and stuff. Um, it's like all the racial like it was like there was a correlation between the color of the Ranger and the actual race of the Ranger. Like the Black Ranger was a black guy. Yeah. The Yellow Ranger was Asian. Yeah. <laughs> the Pink Ranger was a white girl. The Red Ranger was a white guy. And the Green Ranger was uh, Latino. Yeah, that's why they changed it in the newer one. Just because they felt like it was slightly racist for them to be those Yeah, colors. the Black Ranger. Being <laughs> but it, you know, they, it, what killed me about the Power Rangers is like, they took for fucking ever to turn into that big robot. Yeah, at the last minute. At the like, last come minute. on, bro. Like the robot been whooping y'all ass, and all of a sudden you're like, Morphin' Time! <laughs> Pterodactyl! <laughs> Monsters on! They need a real ceremony every time they transform. Yeah, and what's the, the monster just watching them do this shit? Yeah. He just like, oh! I'll wait till you guys finish. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, where do they go? I don't know, bro. Because the screen just changes into this weird, like, thing. Yeah. And they just point at the camera. Yeah. It's like, where are y'all actually doing this? And then the music plays. And it was crazy thing is, I love that show. I used to get pumped up every time they did that corny shit. <laughs> go, go, Power Rangers. <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power. And then they finally turn into the big robot. And then they hit him with that big sword. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, then the monster's like, you'll never get me. And they hit him with the sword, and that big ass like the sparks fly out. Yeah, it's like oh my god. I used to hate when they turn into the big robot just because it moves so slow. It did. It was like when they on the ground, they fighting and doing like roundhouse kicks, and then they turn into this big robot, and they just like barely walking around and moving super slow. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny is is there's been a lot of uh, different. I think before Transformers, I think there was Voltron. Yeah. And then Transformers came and took the show mm-hmm. in the '80s. And then after them, you had other fi- other other like um, uh, basically other shows that they would all turn into like this big like yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, they took that concept and kind of like they ran with yeah. it. I think that's how that's how shows are though. Like every consecutive show is just like an iteration of exactly the iteration stuff of stuff. exactly same thing is with this the new Pacific Rim shit. 
Yeah. It's pretty much the same it's just, idea. Yeah, those ideas of the big robots. Yeah. Of, yeah. I don't know. I like the Pacific Rim, but I just don't know if I'll be too interested in the new one. Yeah, it came out a long time ago. I gotta. Really? I need to watch it just because um, I like the guy in there, Jason Boyega. I think I got, he's a dope actor. I gotta watch The Nun. The Nun. Yeah, that that. Uh, I'm not really like the biggest Conjuring series fan. Oh yeah, I love it. Um, it's not Conjuring though. It's it's uh. It's in that series though. The Conjuring. Yeah, really. It's from that that yeah that cloth or it's that in that storyline. Oh, I thought it was freaking. Uh... What is it called with the little boy that's like he he goes to sleep and he goes into another world? What the fuck is that movie called? I don't know. But I literally looked at it. says it on the, the, it's the title the, of the... From The Conjuring? I mean, the poster of the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I've seen that. And mm-hmm. it's the same characters. Uh, something... Bur- What's the name? Burnett? Something... I don't know anything about the series. Oh. I'm not really the fan of that that series, but... Patricia Arquette, I think is her name. Mm-hmm. She's like the lead... Uh, uh, like actress in that movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you saying? No, I just I was just saying like on the the poster has it on there. But I, yeah, I don't know. I think. Um, oh, I was just talking about the uh, the Pacific Rim. Like oh, the, yeah. Jason Boyega, he's a pretty good actor. So I like to support you know people that are good at their craft. It's, it, that stuff is inspirational too. Sometimes I'll go in there, and you need like some sort of like inspiration to kind of continue doing what you're doing. And, like, watching those kind of movies are, are definitely, like, just the scale of them is, like, amazing to me. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Not to <clears throat> not to change the subject, but did you hear about Kanye investing in the porn industry? He invested in it? Like, I guess he's he's uh, supposed to be, like, the host of the Pornhub Awards or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. He's always been, like, a big porn guy, though. Yeah, that's horrible. If he gets involved in the porn industry, this guy is literally going to ruin porn. He gonna be, they're going to be fucking, and then he's going to walk up like, look, I'm going to let y'all finish. But. <laughs> he's like, Kanye is super creative, so I don't know what he will do in the in the porn realm. I do know that, like, I've heard stories of Kanye being in a studio and him just playing, like, beats and then, like, porn playing in the background. That's just terrible. That's really weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, I mean, like, porn and music do not go together. Yeah. That's why the music in porn is terrible. Ah! And, and, and acting. And acting be like, um, well, I'm a plumber, <laughs> and uh, I need to drop off some big pipe here. <laughs> um, I don't have a problem with that. Go ahead and come in. Heck no. All right. I have a package. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I hope it's a big package. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good size. Pretty big, yeah. I haven't had any complaints. Let me go ahead and check out your plumber. Um, wow. Um, well, I mean, it's too bad you couldn't fix it. Um, you might be able to fix something upstairs for me? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll check it out. Whoa, 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 ma'am. Whoa, ma'am. Whoa, ma'am. Don't do that. Whoa. I didn't expect you to take your clothes off so soon. Yeah, that- <laughs> well, don't do that, ma'am. Whole time she's pulling his fucking cock out. Don't do that, ma'am. They always try to fight it. Yeah, like what? stop, stop, please, please. You're my friend's mom. Sorry, stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's terrible. Maybe, maybe that's what Kanye West can bring to the porn industry. He will like bring. He will up the level of acting in the porn. I don't really know. I, I don't know, like. I don't know if people are that interested in the storyline. 
Yeah. Do you really want to have like a porno starting off like the fucking Lord of the Rings? Ah, somebody's watching that stuff. Yeah, somebody's watching it. They're, they're but all the it. real ones skip through that all that nonsense. Yeah, that, <laughs> you nobody cares if you're the Denzel Washington <laughs> porn. Getting getting Best Actor Award at the Pornhub Awards. Yeah, that's horrible. Man. I wonder if that's a real a real award. Who knows? I just man. like to thank uh, God for blessing me with this huge cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no! Oh dang! That's hilarious. Okay. I've never watched those awards. They had like it's it's a big deal though. Yeah, it's a big deal because they put it like. Um, it makes the news. They were like the Avian Awards and the blah blah blah. And yeah. it's like it's became a big thing. Because yeah. people don't admit it, but the average human being either one has watched porn or currently watches it. And every everybody really knows, you know, some people have different levels of their interest in porn. Some people like it way too much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> some people are really invent like <laughs> I had an old roommate and he would talk about, you know, different actresses and like the certain style of videos and stuff that he 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 watched and it would be kind of weird because we would just be all chilling like you know hanging out talking about school and whatnot and he'd be like all right guys and then he would just take his laptop in his room and then just be in there and put his headphones and be tucked away for a few hours and then he'll pop back out again like ah refresh <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah that's that's bad dude yeah you gotta you gotta have some interaction with, <laughs> with actual women yeah because like you if you reference the moves that the people are doing <clears throat> in the videos and you actually use that on an average woman hey it may pay off but there's certain things that there's certain things that are very unrealistic in mm. pornography and you cannot do that with regular everyday women like you've seen that movie don john Nah, it's kind of about that that idea that the guy he, the guy watched porn so much that it basically ruined his sex life. Wow! Like he would be having sex with a girl, and then after that, he would go watch porn and jack off, and then like he would be satisfied. Wow! I was Not, like, dang, that's so crazy. It's really that's a really good movie. You guys should watch it if you. I might have it. seen. It's been so long since I yeah. Is that a. Uh, What's it, Joseph Gordon Levitt's that guy in there? Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty dope movie. Now, the moral of this story, folks: lay off the porn. Okay, lay off it. Yeah. Unless, I mean, if Kanye West decides to direct something, I'm sure it will like it will go crazy on the internet. I would check it out, man. I'd check it out. Yeah, I'm curious to see what he does. He just start fucking beatboxing in the middle of a section. Ah. If he pull out an MPC, I'm going to die. <laughs> and a sample in there? It'd be like... That'd be crazy if he flipped uh, just a bunch of porno sounds to the craziest beat. He'd be like... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to... I'm going to... His new song, the new song with Little Pump, is kind of like that. It's it, just a nasty. It's a nasty. I don't song. really like it. it you know, it's, like cra- it. it's crazy. Like the lyrics is just too much. Like the, I know hip hop is the most expressive form of music that you can find. 
But this, the lyrics is like, you're such a fucking hoe. I love it. It's like, what? It's very suggestive. I think that's why. I th- I just, I don't know. I just think it's a catchy song. It's not super lyrical or <clears throat> anything like that, but I just like the song. Dum, 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 dum. You're such a fucking hoe. Like, I love it. It's like, uh... It's one of those songs, like, it's almost like a guilty pleasure song. Like, I'm not supposed to like that song. I'm supposed to like song with songs with better lyrical content and you know just better overall but i just like this song yeah i listened to that song and i realized like y'all like hoes mm-hmm. i uh, love it yeah you love it huh let's go to mcdonald's um, <laughs> well uh looks like we're coming to the end of the road here man you got yeah any, anything else nope we just uh you know keep putting out this content and you know what i mean hey man hey hey i don't really say this but you guys like the podcast? Hey, tell a friend. Tap them on the shoulder. Say, hey, look, there's these two black guys. They're black, but they're cool, and mm-hmm. uh, they got a podcast. And you should check it out. Yeah. Tell your coworkers. Hey, look, it's a pretty good, pretty good uh, guilty pleasure. Yeah. You can sit back with your friends or family. Yeah. No, not family. They don't need to hear this shit. But yeah, that you know, share it with your wife. <laughs> she get a little chuckle. Mm-hmm. She might, you know. She might get a little turned on here and there, but uh <laughs> I, <laughs> Yeah. My uh I definitely don't share share this with my relatives. No. You know, I won't be playing this in front of my grandma or anything like that. No. Yeah. Definitely not. Especially yeah. with me on here. That's, yeah. Yeah, I'm bad like that. Yeah. But you know what? It's all good, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we've came to the end of this podcast. We'd like to thank you guys for tuning in once again. Yeah. This is the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're out of here, man. Peace. Later. <laughs>